In today's first reading from the book of Exodus, we have one of the great events of the entire Old Testament, and that is the parting of the Red Sea so that Israel could be saved from the revenge of Pharaoh. Now, why did God drown the army of Pharaoh? Because Pharaoh tried to drown the Israelite infants, the male children at the beginning of the book, to wipe out any possibility of Israel manning an army. And so we have the principle of you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And that's what happened in this first reading. It's also, in a sense, a new creation. This is how the Church Fathers saw this event. A new creation in the sense that in the book of Genesis, if you remember the creation account, God separated the waters from the land to enable a place of habitation for Adam and Eve and their descendants. And that was an act of love and providence on God's part. Here in the book of Exodus, chapter 14, we have a new creation because God is once again separating the waters this time of the Red Sea to allow Israel to pass through on their way to the Promised Land. It's also a type or prefigurement of baptism. This is also the way the Church Fathers saw it, in the sense that baptism washes away our sins, and sin is our greatest enemy. And in this first reading, the enemy of Israel was washed away. So it's a great prefigurement of actually the redemption won by Christ. It's Christ who separated us from evil by his death on the cross. And then he gave us the great sacrament of baptism so that we could be incorporated right into Christ and into his saving work. So it's a great reading for us to meditate on God's providence and his love. At the end of the reading, and actually at the beginning of chapter 15, we have a hymn of praise for salvation. It's the Song of Moses. And he sings, he leads the people in a great song of praise because they've been saved. What's interesting is at the end of the Bible, in Revelation chapter 15, the saints in heaven are also singing the Song of Moses because of the work of God in saving them by the blood of Christ. So now it's eternalized for all the saints and angels in heaven are singing this great hymn. And they're singing the song of the Lamb as well. Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God. He is the new Moses. Which leads us to consider that we should have a song in our heart always because of the great saving work of Christ. Even though we go through difficult times, times of stress, loss, confusion, yet still we know deep down Christ has won for us salvation, so a hymn of praise should always be on our lips. Then we have the song of Miriam, Aaron's sister, and she represents all the important women of the book of Exodus, especially at the beginning of the book where we had the midwives who refused to obey the orders of Pharaoh to kill the newborn male Israelite children. It also represents the other women of the Old Testament the great heroes such as Judith and Esther, Deborah, who had a great part in the conquering of Israel's enemies. They are a type of the Blessed Virgin Mary, who by her great yes, reversed the no of Eve, and she is the new Eve. She is the Ark of the Covenant. 
That leads us to today's gospel where we have that famous statement by Jesus in response to the crowds. And he says, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. This points to Mary because of anyone in all of history. She was the one who did the will of God, her yes. And she was always present. Every time we read about Mary in the New Testament, she's present with her son, which gives us a clue that we always should be in the presence of God and have God in our hearts and have a relationship with Christ. So at the birth of Jesus, Mary, of course, was there and in the upbringing of the child, finding him in the temple. And then when he begins his public ministry, the very first miracle is at the behest of Mary at the wedding feast at Cana, where she says, do whatever he tells you. And then at the cross, we have Mary present with her son in the great passion that she partakes in. It's another lesson for us to be always in God's presence, and we are present right now in the sense that we are participating in the sacrifice of Christ, which is what the sacrifice of the Mass is. It's a representation of the cross, and we bring our sufferings, our lives, we place it before the Lord, and we offer a gift of ourselves in sacrifice in union with Christ to the Father. So it's all one piece, these readings, and it's a beautiful reminder how much God loves us. That's always a good thing to reflect in these times of trouble. Let us thank God for his mercy and let us continue to trust in his saving grace.